Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, Lila Nishmasi Mimirosu's Miss Mordechai. Here's the Chevra in Manchester, Motsi Shabbos. Joseph Naiman from Monty just joined at the beginning of the Dorim, seeing flying Turkish roll, learning the Dav. Shalom of Rocho. Shepping Nachas from one of my recruits, Yirmiya Weiss, in the B&H bus in the morning commute. Yisrael Goldstein, see you in Mirza Hashem next week. It was a touch and go with Rabbi Yisrael. Oh, my boy said Dave Sharf, and put this together. Here we go. You ready? Time for inspiration, not conversation. Is that better than the other one? You schmooze, you lose. This is the positive. Yitzhendler, hi. Can you tell me if you have Atlanta Hever that you know about? There are a few guys in Atlanta. So, yeah. Somebody asked me yesterday if we have Hever in Vienna. Yes, we have Hever in Vienna. Get together in a WhatsApp group. We'll make it larger and better. Okay. Email Daf Barama to Yosef, and if there isn't a group, we'll create a group. Yesterday I was on the phone with Rabbi Shwed from Aldaf, actually a Zoom call for an hour, and he sent me these numbers. I was very excited about these numbers. Here you see in the Dharam alone, a half a million views on his web, on his app, Aldaf, the greatest uh, Daf Yomi app, and it just shows that between Aldaf and YouTube, there's over 10,000 views. And that's not counting Kolosho and Torah Anytime and podcasts and the the the, the one. What is it called? The one from Unbelievable. Huh? Very, very chashiv. Okay. So, huh? No, not an overlay. It's their own thing. We upload it to Aldaf. It's their own thing. Raboisai, first of all, um, big news. We're, the Seum in Miami is going to be in the original place. We couldn't get a better place, so we're staying there to alleviate some of the concerns. I spoke to Rabbi Ephraim um, Shapiro. Rabbi Ephraim Shapiro is speaking. He's an unbelievable speaker. I spoke to him for a very, very long time. The kids are, he goes to this place every week. MDY serves the entire cloud, from Hasidim to modern Orthodox and everything in between. So in terms of the Heksher, we're bringing our, we're doing Hasidic meat, Hasidic Sheirim, we're bringing our own Mashgiach. And the kids are, it's, it's kosher v'yosher and everything is great. The only issue is that it only holds about 500 people when right about the 500 range. So we're going to have to close uh, the ticket sales pretty soon. There's only a few seats left. So 
that's the, that was the main reason why we wanted to move. And uh, anything else was just not in the right location, too expensive. The kids are, so we're going back to the executive. All right. Bezer Shem will see you there. If someone made a nether that he won't benefit from fruit, I love this Shaila. I love this, this sugya. I think it's, it's an amazing, amazing topic that we're discussing. It's basically in the run more than the actual sugya, but it's on the sugya. So if somebody made a nether that he won't benefit from any fruit. Shalom Aleichem. What are you doing? From Deal, New Jersey. How are you doing? You going to be in Miami also? Wow. Once we're saying Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem. What's your name? Saul Stepner. Saul Stepner. From? Tinek. Tinek, New Jersey. Your son? What's Jack. Jack. Shalom Aleichem. Okay. We recognize the names. You sent in emails and pictures and things like that. Yeah. Beautiful. Huh? Step it up, step it up. That was what? That was your that was the thing in, in high school, high school days. Huh? For the donation, you said step it up. Ah, that's what it was. <laughs> I'm the one that, I thought it's a high school kind of thing. Okay. So you hear the Shiloh Rabbi Stepner? Step it up, Stepner. Here's the Shiloh. If a guy made a nether, he's not going to benefit from any fruit. It's an unbelievable case. He has a basket of fruit in his house. He says, I'm not going to benefit from it. Can you go into his house and take the fruit and start eating it? He says, I'm not going to benefit. I'm, I'm mudaran off from it. Basically, it's like Hefker. Can you or can't you? Now, here's another Shiloh. Let's say you could. But then he goes to Rav and he undoes his entire nether. Now it becomes his again. Do you have to pay him? It's an unbelievable Shiloh. And based on this Shiloh, it gets even better and better. Based on the Shiloh, there's a situation where a guy goes to Rav and he does Hataras and Darim and he causes a bunch of kids in the world to be Mamzerim, based on his nether. I can go back, retroactively undo something, and make people Mamzerim. I'm allowed to go to the Rav and undo my nether. It just so happens to be I'm creating Mamzerim with that. It's unbelievable so good. So, we're holding uh, like eight and nine lines from the bottom of Pedal Ramad Beis. Sponsored. Oh, we have to do sponsors. Thank you. The anonymous for the Kailo. Who else we have for the Kailo? Supporting Torah, strengthening our Bitochen. The Mesech, the sponsor, and Zgulka, Torah, and Timchelka, Yaakov, Yallah. And the partners of the month, Li'ilu Nishma, Zechariah, Ben Moisha. It looks like we're getting, we're getting rid of all these Yaimis. The sponsor Yaimis we're getting rid of. It looks like. I don't know. And the art of the month is sponsored the Rufuas, Chaim, Tzvi, Ben, Leah. <laughs> ndymonthly.com ah, a lot of people are doing ndymonthly Monthly. that's what it is I haven't seen some new people in a while but yeah everybody should join ndymonthly.com and Givaldic okay yeah that, that was actually a very very nice piece added a lot able to support stuff great Rabbi Isai here we are Unu Sugya Koyhanim Ulevim Nehenimli Yitlu if a person says all Koyhanim all Levim I have nothing to do with them. And of course, he has produce and he has to give to the Kehanim, the Levim, what they have coming. They could just go and take from him. It says in the Mishnah, the word Yitlu, they could remove from his property what they need to remove. He shouldn't be giving them. Alma says the Gemara, Toivas So Toivas is the concept where I have the right as Yisrael to give to any Kayan I feel like. That right is worth some money. 
The Zana. I could give it. We had a few times. A grandfather could pay somebody that if he has a, a grandfather has a grandson that has a Kayan, he himself is Israel, he could pay somebody to, to give the, the grandson Truma. The Taivas Hana. Taivas Hana ain't a moment. From the fact that these Kayan could come and take what they want, so you see that this Taivas Hana is not considered anything, otherwise they wouldn't be able to take. But in our own Mishnah, it contradicts itself. It says, What if the woman said that, or the person said, I won't benefit from this. This Kayin cannot benefit from me. This particular family. So it says, Others should take. But these Kayinim that he said can't benefit from him. Not Why not? Why can't they take from him? It's only Toivas Hana. And Toivas Hano is not considered money. It has no value. I'm a Toivas So you see from the fact that they can't take from him, those particular Koyanim can't. So you see that does have value. Toivas Hano is considered money. I like the way the Gemara says Loikash. It's not a Kash at all. Our own Mishnah is two different Mandamrim, which is very, very schwer usually. But like Kashi, we have to say that there's a real machlaikas here. Ha Rebbe, Baha, Rebbe Yosef, Rebbe Yehuda. We have many times in Shas a machlaikas between Rebbe and Rebbe Yosef, Rebbe Yehuda, the son of Rebbe Yehuda, Rebbe Yehuda Bariloi, the Sanya. Hagoynev Tivle Shalchaveiroi Vachaloi. If somebody stole Tevel, Tevel is fruit that Trumas and Maestris weren't taken from it. So we have our first piece here. Here's a goinev tevel. You can see in a sack you have tevel. You have all sorts of potato heads there. He did one of these. Okay, fine. <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do, what do you think we're talking about here? What do you think we're talking about? A, a guy stole? We're talking about a Jew. A Jew stole. What does he pay back? He has to pay him the value of Tevel. Now, let me show you this for a second. Here's a chart. Here's a hundred apples. A hundred apples at a dollar an apple. You have about a hundred dollars worth of fruit. Over here we have 90 apples that are chulen. Let's call it 10 apples that are trumas and maestras. Now, truma and meiser is worth a little less than regular chul. So for argument's sake, we'll say it's $8. $8 for 10 apples. Instead of $10, until you find the kayan, not every kayan, let's call it, just to be fair, $8. So how much does he have to pay? Says in the Gemara, read it. If somebody stole all 100 apples, in the 100 apples are mixed in truma, meiser, I don't know where, I don't know what. Mishalem loy, demei tivloy. He pays how much? $100 or $98? What does Doylem say? 98. You're all wrong. Oh. But it says, it says, time out, it says, Tevel. Tevel is the, all 100 is Tevel. That's what it says. Oh. Says Jonathan Stefanski, the part that's relevant to him. Very good. It's only the Tevez Hana. What's relevant to him? Only $1 worth. The little hana that he could, the little money that he could take 
and it's a little bit of a benefit for him. Somebody could pay him a dollar to give the ten apples. That's what the Ganev stole from him, that one dollar. So Memela now he has to pay ninety-one dollars, not ninety-eight, not a hundred, ninety-one. Big chiddush here. So when I first read it, in the, it doesn't say that in the words. It says the Meitivla you have to pay a hundred dollars, or a minimum uh, ninety-eight. No, says the Ran. The Meitivla Toivas Hano. Only the Toivas Hano says the Ran. The very Rebbe. Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yudo Oimer, Eino Mishalem Elo Dmei Chulon Shaboy. Says Rabbi Yudo, no, I only have to pay ninety dollars. That's it. It's not yours. Who are you? You're Yisrael. You don't own those ten apples. They're not yours. Forget about it. You didn't give it. You didn't give it. They're not yours. They're owned by a coin and levy. That guy came along and stole those ten apples. That's his problem. Let, let the Kohanim deal with him. They could sue him, but you can't sue him for anything. But what about the Toivus Hano? What about the one dollar? Oh, so Chayra says the Gemara, we have a Machlaikis here. Is that one dollar something that he could sue or not? My love, welcome if the top of Peyeyom and out. The Rebbe Sovar Toivus Hano, Mamoin, Rebbe Yosi, Rebbe Yudas Sovar Toivus Hano, Enoi Mamoin. So that's it. So, again, so we have a contradiction in the Mishnah. On the one hand, it says Toivus Hanoz Mamon. On the other hand, it says Toivus Hanoz Lav Mamon. Okay, here we have two mandro. Rebbe, the Rebbe Yehuda, throughout Shas they argue. Here's another argument in our mission itself. The Mishnah goes according to two shitas. Toivus Hanoz, that little amount that he could demand, or not demand so much, but he could get, he could acquire, somebody could give him a dollar and say, I'll give you a dollar. It's legal to bribe a Yisrael to give away the truma. He could accept that bribe. How much is that bribe worth? It's worth a dollar. Is that mamain or not mamain? Could I be mekadish a woman with that money or not? It's a machloikis. Okay. Says Gemara Loi, the kula alma toivis are not in a What happens when the Gemara says Loi? Then I have a contradiction. I just got rid of the contradiction because I have a machloikis. The second I say Loi, it's not a machloikis. So now I have a contradiction in my Mishnah. My Mishnah on the one hand says, Tavis Hanah Mamen, the other hand says, Tavis Hanah Lav Mamen. Loi. There was no, we don't know, there was nothing taken yet. The truma, the Maeser wasn't removed. He never even made truma or Maeser. So according to Rabbi, if it wasn't removed, it's no good. And according to Rabbi Yosef, it's as if he it's as if he removed it. Which is very, very problematic. Why? But, it, but wait a minute. You're telling me Toivis Hana is not considered anything. The the truma is not, doesn't belong to the Israel at all. Who cares if he removed it from the pile? He didn't remove the pile. It's not it is. So if it's not the Yisrael, so why is the Ganav Chayim? What's the difference whether or not they remove the Truma or not? It's never the Yisrael's. When I look at the pile of 100 apples, 10 of them are not the Yisrael's. So why in the world would the Ganav be Chayim dependent on if he took it, the Truma from Isaac or not? It's not dependent on that. See, you're right. There's a weak attempt. Elohainu time the Rebbe. So now you're right. 
logically, it makes no sense that the Ganav should have to pay for it. It's not the Yisrael, so why is the Ganav paying? So, basically what the Gemara is saying here is, depends. You want to say that it's a Toivasana, that Toivasana is not money. So if it's not money, we have a problem. Then why does the Ganav have to pay? The answer is, the Ganav has to pay because it's a Knas. A Knas! He doesn't have to pay. Logically, he doesn't have to pay. He stole something that from somebody that doesn't even own it. So he doesn't have to pay. So, we don't like this Ganav guy. We don't want guys running around stealing things. So we're going to punish him. We'll punish him and say that he has to pay. No, he doesn't have to pay the Kanan Levine. No, it's, it's Mamish and Litaivim. Who's going to sue? You, you, you're the kind, or he's the kind. Any kind that comes say, pay me up. I, I don't know you. I know that guy. I want to give that guy. What? <coughs> oh, yeah. So, but now we're forcing him to give. But they can't come and, and sue him. Over here, you insert all the jokes about Knossos. We'll do it a different time. So just, maybe I could have written it down, but again, it, it goes, it's like a mamon of shach kind of thing. If you say, so then the Ganav doesn't have to pay. He didn't steal anything. But he has to pay as a knas. And if you're going to say it is mamon, so then what do we do with, with Rabbi Yehuda? So he's going to say, that now we punish the owner. Why does the owner have a pile of a hundred apples that wasn't mafresh tumus and maestros? He should have immediately gone and been mafresh because he wasn't mafresh. Comes a ganav and does something, so now it's it's the owner's fault, sort of. We put the onus on him. He has to suffer. So you give a knas to the owner. <clears throat> okay. The bottom line is, what's the bottom line? As I mentioned before. What? The Ganav didn't take anything. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I know, but I, I can give a Knas and I can say he doesn't have to pay. Because you're a bad guy, you don't deserve it. No. Because, no, it's not the expense. Of, it's the expense of the balabas that he doesn't get paid by the Ghana. You were at fault here that somebody stole it from you. So you don't get paid. And you're at fault for stealing. So what should he do with it? Correct. Correct. But I want to punish you. I don't want to punish him. I don't care about him now. I want to make sure you take care of your stuff. Lock up your bike. You don't lock up your bike. Then somebody steals it. He's off scot-free. Ah, he's a bad guy. It's your problem. You take care of your stuff. I want to make sure you take care of your stuff. I hear what you said. Huh? Yeah, that's a different case. Okay. <clears throat> we want to fix the good guys. We want to make sure you guys take care of your true surmises. The, the, the bad guys, the sociopaths, let them, somebody else will deal with them. Rob Omar. So now, <clears throat> but as I explained before, now we're back to the step one, the question that Gemara had originally. Question was, we have a contradiction in our Mishnah on the one hand, we see that Toivus is considered Mamain, on the other hand, it's Lav Mamain. Which one is it? We try to say that there's a Machloik in, in Toivus And now we're saying there's no Machloik in Toivus 
So what's the pshat? Rav Omar Shani Truma. Uh, at the end of the day, says the Gemara, it's considered mamak. According to Rava, mamak. And, okay, so if it's mamak, shani truma dahinu taimid yidla karchay. So why could a, a kain come and grab it? It's 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 owned by the Yisrael. He has he has a, he has a right to this truma meiser. Taivas hana mamak. So the ten apples that belong to Kaihanim, there's one dollar in there that belongs to the Israel because he could decide which kind gets it. So why could a kind come and grab it against his will? Because think about it. There's, he loses his Taivas Hanah here. What's Taivas Hanah? I could give it to this kind over that kind. But in this case, he can't give it to any kind because he's also to all, all Kaihanim also to him. So he, he doesn't have a type of sana anymore. Now, his truma is also to Kohanim. So now it's like Hefker. So when a Kohen comes and grabs it, he's grabbing Hefker. He didn't grab anything from the Yisrael. Oh, if that's the case, again, Yisrael said it's Aser. You can't have any benefit from it. Nobody can benefit from this stuff. So anybody could come and grab it. Any kind could come and take it. And he loses his Tavis Hanar from it. It's Ka'afrit Ba'alma. It's like, it's like just Hefker. Says the Ran, if so. But we have to have a, a big problem, says the Ran. But what if he undoes his nether? He undoes his nether. So now it's not Hefker anymore. And now any kind that took it, stole it from, from Yisrael. Because there's a type of stuff, there's one dollar in there that belongs to the Israel that the Kayin took without permission. Yes, you're right, it's in there. And he also says, I don't know if I, I remember seeing it here somewhere, he says maybe in here, that it's like Avid the Asi, sort of. It's like, it's a known thing, everybody goes in Zmatid in the Darim. So you gotta be careful. I think he might, have, he might say it in this piece. It's this piece over here, this big long piece. It's a beautiful piece because he says, based on this, if a Israel says, my stuff, is I'm mudar enough for my stuff, I don't want to have anything to do with my stuff, then anybody could come against his will. He could say, stand and scream and say, don't touch my stuff. It's not yours anymore, it's Hefker. I could come and grab your stuff. I, what about the fact that the Yisrael, whoever the guy is that was mafkir his stuff, could annul his nether, and now you, it comes out that whoever took his stuff is stealing. You hear the Shailah? <clears throat> no, but the way a Hatara works, it works retroactive. So I was, I was sort of mafkir. I have a ba- I have a box of fruit. I said nobody in the world could benefit. From, I can't benefit. Sorry, not knowing. I can't benefit from the fruit. So that in in a way is saying I'm mafkir this whole box. Tomorrow I say I didn't know X Y Z. I didn't know you can't get fruit anymore. I wouldn't have done it. So the nether is annulled. The nether is annulled. Then the box is not hefker anymore. It comes out it's not hefker. That's what the the run you, you're saying like the run. I don't hear the run. Mm. I can un- time out. Yeah. So let's take another case. I hear you saying that's what the run says. I don't understand them 100. But anytime you do a hatara, it means you're undoing whatever you did before, as if it never happened. So your hefker that you did today is nothing. 
take work from them, there's something that's said, I'm not going to do something like this. It's something that's on you. Oh. Once you took the side and you said it's left, it's Africa, yeah. it's not yours anymore. What are you undoing? You're undoing something that doesn't belong to you. I hear you saying. I hear. As I talk to Rab. So let, let's. What? Time out. You didn't. All you did was the words that you said, Mendy. The words that you said never happened. Those words never happened. Chacham erases the chachila. So if you had a kid out of it and it never happened. Oh, so here. That's exactly. So listen, listen to this unbelievable case. Rabbi says this is beautiful. A guy tells a woman, I'm marrying you on condition, and he gave her Kiddushin. He's Mekadosh, I read Mekadosh Lee, a whole chasana, on condition that I don't have a nether. I don't have any dharm. I'm not this kind of guy that makes nether. A week later, she finds out that he has a lot of dharm. So what's the halacha? She's not married. She's not married because she, he made a nether. He said, and he made a condition in the Kiddushin. He said, if I have a nether, it's a tna in the Kiddushin. If I have a nether, then the Kiddushin is not a Kiddushin. The halacha is, Eino Mekudashas. So she went and she married another man. Because Eino Mekudashas, she's not Mekudash. She married a second guy. The first guy is very upset that she married a second guy. So he goes to her Rav and annuls the nether that he had. It turns out that when he married her, he didn't have any Nadarim. So she was Mekudash to the first guy. And then she had a kid with the second guy. So the kid is a Mamzer. No, he had Nadarim. He had Nadarim. He didn't have it tonight. And he had a tnai. And then he undid the, undid the, the nether. Undid the nether. But he had the darim. He had the darim when he yeah. had Yeah, he didn't have the darim. Because retroactively, he didn't have. Chacham erases it. <coughs> the, it's an unbelievable, unbelievable situation. Two, ten years later, she has six kids in Cheder. They graduate in college. And then he goes to Rav and says, you know, that nether I had in 1982, I want to undo if I would have known this. Rav says, no problem. It's undone. And then we go back, we fast forward to the first wedding he had with this woman. And he said, I'm being Mekadish, you on condition, you don't have any Tnaim. There's no Tnaim now, because retroactively everything is removed. So she's Mekadish to the first one. And then three weeks later, she married a second guy, because she thought she could, because she... The, it's an unbelievable thing. So by being Matar and Eder, I create Mamzerim. That's a kitchen situation. No, no, so, so you should know. <coughs> what? When the kids, when the Rebbe said moms or what? <laughs> yeah, retroactively. It can't be we pass like that. The Ran argues. The Ran, the Ran tries to argue a little bit, but no that, that's what the Rash. But the Rash says this. In such a case. No rub should be able to be mattered. The rub doesn't know. That's your job. If you're the rub, the rub shouldn't be mattered. Right. Hello, you can't just come in and like some. We're still gonna that rub from Menebrak. That gave the apartment to the guy below. That guy would for sure be mad. Okay, fine. And I just thought it's a beautiful, beautiful sugya. Ayn in the run. Rafa Omar. It's, it's shocking and great. These are the, the things I love. Anyway, Zakti Gemara. Says the Mishnah. Zakti Mishnah. Sponsored by Yoel Friedman. Nishmas, my dear father. Chaim Avram Shulam Yeruchim Ben Yisrael Duvet Ola Shalom. Even before. It's like, mother was never the Israelites. To what? Says the Mishnah. Let's go back there. Ooh, we're running out of time. Koinem. I remember this. This is the first time here. Ah, okay. 
I, I knew you looked too familiar. Are you the only Ashkenazi in the entire deal? We don't talk about it. So a woman says, I will never do anything for my father. We have a picture. We have a picture of Boisai. Check it out. An original. Here's the father fressing by the table. And she says, I like the art in the background. It's better than the, the one he had before. The MDY socks. There's a lot of detail here. A lot of detail. He has stuff all over his butt. His shirt is about to explode. MDY bills. We have MDY pacifiers. You know that. This is blue and pink. The, yeah. The yarmulke is on his eyes. The whole, all the detail. Okay. I'm not going to, my father's not going to benefit from me anymore. I did. And, I, and your father. I like this Mishnah a lot because it says, This is not Dvarim Shebeinu Leveinu. This is not Inu Nefesh. If the Shver can't come to the house ever again, if your father, your own father, garnish. It has nothing to do with us. Our relationship is intact. Maybe it's even better. I don't know. It certainly doesn't put a dent in anything. That's what the Mishnah says. Because if it, if it creates friction, he should be able to be matter. The fact that your father can't come to my house, or either of our fathers, it's not a problem. <laughs> now, if she turns to her own husband and says, listen, I'm not going to do anything for you. Uh, my salary doesn't go to you. My cooking doesn't go to you. He, it doesn't even begin. Why doesn't it begin? Because a woman has a shiba to her husband and she's mukhayiv to do certain things for him. As we learned in Subas, all the different things, every day a certain amount and this, to help her, to help him. Whatever the reason is, she has a shiba to him. Rebbe Kiva says, he's mukhayiv to do a far here, even though she didn't have a right she doesn't have a right on her actual Maisiya uh, dying that she makes. What if she earns more than she needs to produce? We said it's like five slime worth of uh, knitting a day. She does six. And we're talking about with great difficulty. It's a, you know, we call it. She pushed herself. She worked instead of eight hours a day, she worked 16 hours a day to make that extra. So, that's certainly not his, says Rabbi Kiva. Yoffer. Oh, yeah, so the, the, the round discusses it. Fine. Rabbi Kiva, there's two things that he says. First of all, the hadafa, the extra, whatever she produces, goes to the woman. And Rabbi Kiva also says, Yoffer. So there's two halachas here. You have to, the, the husband should do hafara just in case. There's a hadafa, and the hadafa goes to the wife, and we don't want to cross, we don't want the husband. It is, I'll explain in a second. There's, let's say she, she's supposed to make five slime a day, she made six. There's going to be a problem, how to divide it, and it's, it's going to be fighting and friction all the time. And no, it's a little bit more than a little less than a cell, give me more, give me back. Let's do afara, let's not have any shalom bias issues. Well, you start uh, fighting over money is the worst. That's probably the number one shalom bias problem, right? Rabbi Kiva Oymer, Yofer, Shematadaf, Allah, Yosem, and Arot. Rabbi Kiva Oymer, Yofer, 
Yes, I agree to the Yofer part of Rebbe Kiva, but for a different reason, in the future, you might come. So look, check this out. This is Rebbe Kiva. This is Rebbe Yechimah Nuri. It's similar, but very different. You have to do Afara, but according to Rebbe Yechimah Nuri, the Hadafa goes to the husband. The Hadafa goes to the husband, so the problem is <coughs> that what if they, right now there's no issue because the Hadafa goes to the husband. The issue is in the future. In the future, anything she earns after they get divorced and he wants to take her back, he won't be able to take her back because then the nether will be chal. And he won't be able to stay married to her. How could he be married to a woman that can't cook for you, can't clean, can't do anything? Says, Omar Shmuel. Says Shmuel, that the halacha is like this. You have to do afara. You have to do afara. Now, Rebbe Kiba also says you have to do afara. But the is like Rebbe Yechim So the Gemara is going to be done. What exactly did Shmuel mean? Did Shmuel mean... The red part, which is also, Rebbe Kiva says the same thing, but Shmuel says, no. The Shmuel say that the dove goes to the husband. It's a big problem. Why? We're talking about future earnings. What a wife is going to earn in 10 years from now when you divorce her. Yeah. A guy was here uh, two days ago. He, he gave me, he wanted me to record him. The uh, message to my wife. And he started talking and he started crying. That what? He was married for 42 years and he got divorced. 42 years. There's such a thing. So it could be literally in the future, in the very, very far future. No, I want to thank my wife for the chizik. Anyway. So he was sitting here, one of, the, one of the guests. In the very long future, 42 years from now, she's going to earn money. And that money, she's ushering on the husband, and that's why the husband should make a hafara today. That's davar shalei balaylam. Enlachad davar shalei balaylam gadam is that. in 42 years from now, earnings, maybe she will learn, maybe she won't be alive, maybe yeah. Elamai, you see that Adam, makdish davar shalei balaylam, she has the right to ushering those earnings on her husband in 42 years from now. Vermini, but we know differently. It's interesting. Because it's not, I, I, I saw an interesting child of Dov Shalai Balaylam. A guy, it's this real question that happened. A guy in the concentration camps, like in one of the DP camps, I think, not the guy, he, he didn't like the, the way the barber was trimming his beard. So he said, um, You're never going to touch my beard. He made a nether, you don't touch my beard. And he went to another barber, but then that barber, barber got deported, so he stuck. So the child is, could he go back to the original barber? He said, I'm there, you're never touching my beard. You know what the problem is? It's It's here that didn't exist. How could he make a, a iser on here? That, interesting child. Okay. Huh? It did exist. Oh, so somebody, one of the rabbinians, Epstein said that he made a nether on his, on his, on his shin, on his face that has this, but it's Lashon Bnei Adam. The roots are there, the same roots. Oh, and he goes into the whole Gemara, is it the root that grows further, but the root is there, but what com- it's what comes same. out. It's what comes out. the same root. But it, what came out is brand new. Yeah, you Your nail is brand new. So, uh, what? And the next part, and the next part, three weeks later, it's a different part. The root stays. It's the part that doesn't exist. Okay, fine. It's Stamashai. Okay. Says the Gemara, Vermini, Amakdish Maisi de Ishtoi, Areza Oisav Echelas, 
If a person says that everything my wife earns is going to be hegdish, the halacha is that she could earn money and use it and support herself. I, it belongs to the husband. Again, the husband says everything my wife earns is going to the base of She could ignore it, take it, and use it for her own stuff. Why? So the goes in two reasons. The famous one is a woman could say, I'm going to support myself. I'm a lawyer. I make more money than you. You don't have to support me. Don't do any tithes. I'll take my money. I'll support myself. That's the case over here. Or the husband doesn't have enough money. Okay. Sponsors. Greg Haber for Bracha Parnas Atzlacha. For the entire family and everyone learning the daf, Latzlacha for the members of the HBA group and their families. I just want to tell you real quickly, because today is Rabbi Sacher Meir's yard side, the Roshiva in the Yeshivat HaNegev. And he says, uh, there's a famous story where he says, it has to do with our sugi a little bit, that when he came to Eretz with his family, his father suddenly was Nifter. So he's left by himself. And he was a young kid, and he, who's going to support the family? So he wanted to go work. So his sister said, no, you're going to Yeshiva? I'm going to go work in a pardes. She started picking uh, oranges. And, and many years later, he said, his Torah, Roshiva, because of his sister. Maisi dime of, of the sister. Anyway. So the Shomach Rav and Aliyah. Our, our very Choshev and Asan al who doesn't watch the shir, so he won't even see this. He's a big Talmud of his. Okay. I have to throw, throw him on the bus. He's the only... The only guy that we know from this entire thing doesn't do the shir. Once in a while, does. he does the email. Zog the Gemara. Rabbi Meir, oh, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Socha Meir, Rabbi Meir, I'm a hegdish. So the, the Ran, I'll just tell you real quickly what the Ran says here. Basically, he gives her, this guy is giving his wife, he's supporting his wife, but he doesn't give her a ma. You see, we learn all these musagim more and more every day. In order to get the hadafa, the extras, you probably remember this from Ksubis, you have to give a little bit more than Mazinus, you have to give her a ma. But that he doesn't give her. So if he doesn't give her the ma, he can't afford it, whatever, he never gave her the ma. So he loses the hadafa. So what are we talking about? Sorry, did I just say, vahamoyser? I, I missed the word. Vahamoyser means it's a new sugya, a new thing. Vahamoyser means that if somebody was magdish the moyser, a person is Magdish the Hadafa. She's supposed to earn five Sela a day. She earns six. He says, from five to six, I'm giving to the base Amigdash. So when is it Hegdash? It's not his. It's not his. Why is it not his? Because he doesn't give her the Ma. Oh, so the Ran says, when she dies. When she dies, it becomes his. He arjans her. And now he's saying you should become Hegdish. So it's Hegdish. But what do you see from here? What is this called? Magdish Dovish Leibalaila. So Remeir says you can be Magdish Dovish Leibalaila. So here we have a Machle. Rabbi Yochanan Sad says no. Ain't other Magdish Dovish Leibalaila. You can't. So we have a problem here. On the one hand, Vomer Shmuel, Allah, Rabbi Yochanan Sadler. Big, big problem. Shmuel himself, who started off the sugya, saying that Adam Magdish Dovish that Yafer, a person has to annul his wife's nether. Why? Because they might get divorced in 42 years and he won't be able to marry, remarry her then. Why? Because all her 
earnings are going to be hegdish, that's Dovash Leibalaylam. And he says it's a problem. And also over here, he passes like Rebekah and Sam that says, what do we do? Oh, so now that we have this chart over here, it's Givaldic. Maybe when Shmuel Paskins, all he says is, maybe he wasn't talking about the red, he was talking about the blue. He wasn't talking about Yofer, which is the simple Pshat in the Mishnah. He was talking about something else called Hadafa. Who's Adafa? Adafa goes to the husband and not to the wife, like Rabbi Kiva says. Says the Gemara, that's that's a big problem. But what, what, what would he hold in Afara? In Afara, he hold, you don't have to be made for why? Because in the Magdish of I'm not worried about what's going to happen after the divorce, and who knows how long. Says the Gemara, so. So that doesn't make sense. Why? Because first of all, be very specific. Since this, if you're not going to tell me it's a blanket halacha, halacha is like in two things, in adafa and yafer. So, so explain yourself. I don't have rochakai, this is what you meant. When you said halacha is like you should say, no, 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 not in all of it, not in the yafer part, only in the adafa part, it's like you're You didn't say that. You said, Allah is a minuri, I'm going to understand. You mean even that you have to be Mayfair, and it's a problem because they didn't know the Mac is obviously below. Inami, another thing you could have said, Halakitanakama. If you're only talking about Hadafa, that goes to that's the Tanakama. That's exactly the sheet of the Tanakama. Inami, ain't Allah Yerbekiva. You could say this, the Allah is not like this. In other words, the Allah is not a Yafer. This accomplishes two things here. When I tell you, that Allah is not like Rebbe Kiva, so number one, Rebbe Kiva says Yafer. That Allah is La Yafer. That fits beautifully into And also, if you're telling me that we're only talking about Hadafa here, and the Hadafa goes to the husband, that Allah is not like Rebbe Kiva. Rebbe Kiva says the Hadafa goes to the woman. Not like Rebbe Kiva means the Hadafa goes to the husband. So I, I accomplished two things here. By saying that Allah is not like, like, like Rebbe Kiva, then I know everything. Nothing is, nothing is left out. But if I say, Right? The opposite of Yafer is Loyafer. The opposite of Leisha is to the Baal. But if I say, and only in part of what Rebbechim Benuri says, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't sound good. El Omer of Yosef. So, what do we do? We have a contradiction in Shmuel. Uh, yeah? Shmuel on the one hand says, that Allah is like Rebbechim Sandler, that ain't other Magdish Dovish Leibalim. In our mission, he says, that Allah is like Rebbechim Benuri, that other Magdish Dovish Leibalim. We have a sugi here. There was, um, who was it? Ooh. Um, oh, River Fall Shmulevitz in Shas Yedin. Asked the Shas Yedin, the hundred guys that know Shas, he asked them, where in Shas is there a sugiya that repeats itself word for word for an entire daf? And the answer is this sugi right here. We learned this word for word in Subas. And there's another sugi like that in Nazar. If anybody has more, let me know. But that's what they came up with. The Shasi. Hello, Rabbi Yosef. Shani kunamais hoyol va'adam oiser peirois chaveri alav oiser nami dover shleibalayla. Basically, what he's saying is that hegdish and kainim are very different. I have the ability. I have, to, I have to accomplish one of two things. I could either ask for myself or I can ask for fruit. I have to be able to do one of the two things. So since I'm able to 
Aser, my fruit, are my friend. The Ran explains that that's similar to Davashalei Balaylam. I'm asking my fruit on somebody else. That's Davashalei Balaylam. Hoyel, the Adam Oyser Peres Chaveri Olav. Since I can answer my friend, not me, somebody else, Oyser Nami Davashalei Balaylam. Olav. Omalei Abaya. Bishleim Adam Oyser Peres Chaveri Olav. Sharia Adam Oyser Peres of a Chaveri. So Abaya says, wait a minute. We need at least one out of two things. Either fruit has to be here or the person. I could ask her your fruit on myself. That's me. I'm here. I could ask her my fruit on you. Because my fruit are here. It's either me or my fruit. But one of those two things have to be in the world. What's our case over here? Our case over here is... The woman is answering her earnings that don't exist yet on somebody else called her husband. So it's like me answering your fruit on my other friend. It's, it's too many things away. You need at least one thing to exist. Either it's your fruit or it's you. Not his fruit on him. And what she's doing here is his fruit on him. It's something that doesn't exist yet. On her husband. Sharei ain't adam oiser peres chaveri al chaveri. Hello. You know what? We can stop over here. Eight oh five. Raboisai, have a wonderful day.